all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, first things first, to be happy to know that I do not think I cried last week. I feel like for a bit. Um, and also if you're new here, you're like, great. What am I getting myself into? This girl is emotionally unstable. Um, some things have just been happening. I honestly feel like everyone I know is a little bit emotionally unstable at the moment. Something's in the air. Something's not right. I don't know if it's COVID-related stress or the moon. I don't know if I believe in all of that, like, full moon, horoscope, zodiac, everything depends on what's happening. But everyone I know, I feel like, has been in some weird, funky, who knows what. But, uh, your girl, did I cry last week for any reason? I don't think so. So, we are moving, we are grooving, we are moving up in the world happy to be here. Uh, As I said, thank you for you being here. Don't forget to follow along on Instagram at whatever Laura wants. You can follow me on Instagram as well. Rate, review, subscribe. I like to say do all the things. I would really appreciate it. Help a girl out. And yes, uh, let's get into it. I had an amazing, amazing weekend. Thank you for asking. Um, I feel like I've been very busy lately with just a lot going on, but honestly, the last weekend I had could not have been better. The perfect amount of relaxation, doing things, socializing, all of that good stuff. We are going to start out with my Friday night. Uh, so welcome to my weekend recap that I know all of you care about so much. So Friday night, I had tickets to see my absolute favorite person in the entire world, Michael Buble. Um, If you're new here, Michael Buble is my one true love, even though he is married with two kids and clearly does not know it. Um, Sorry to Grant. I tell my boyfriend all the time, you know, if Michael asked me to run away with him, we would be out. I would have to go. We would drop everything. Just is what it is. He's my hall pass in every sense of the word. And Friday night, simply reinforce this. Um, I have been obsessed with Michael Buble since literal years ago. I do not know when it started. I think his first album I looked it up came out in like 2003. Maybe that's right. But love him. Amazing. I have seen him. I think this is my fifth or sixth time seeing him in concert. I printed these tickets out and I looked at the date on them. I bought these tickets almost exactly two years ago. Once again, thank you, COVID. So I bought them in November of 2019, and it was his Evening with Michael Buble tour, which this is how much of a fan I am. I have actually already seen him on this tour. I think I saw him in 2019 at the beginning of that year when he was in Nebraska, and it was not announced that he was coming to Iowa, so I did not have the opportunity to see him locally, but I had a weekend road trip um, to go do that. So it was two years coming that I got to use these tickets and see him again. We had floor seats. I paid, I'm sure, far too much money, but he is the one person that I will definitely shell out the cash for. Uh, Grant came with me. I have really wanted Grant to see him just because Michael is my favorite, and he honestly does a really good show. I know you're probably thinking, Laura, I don't like Michael Buble's music. It's just not for me. He's a little croony, cringy, whatever, cheesy, even if you want to say it, but my man puts on a hell of a good show. He knows you might not be there to actually see about, like see him. You got drugged there by your significant other, your mom, whoever. He's very inclusive and like talks to everyone. He's charming as shit. I think Grant had a great time. We, we had a lot of fun. 
I had so much fun, of course. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was perfect. Amazing. I had an awesome time. We started up the evening. If you are local, we had Bebop's for dinner. And then, you know, we had some beer at the concert. So honestly, my ideal night, Bebop's, beer, buble. What more do I need? Could not have been happier. And then, you know, we got home and it was a reasonable hour, not even pulling the drunk card as one does at a concert, because once you hit, we had floor seats, like I said, uh, I did not want to miss any part of the show. So I could not go get beer. Couldn't, didn't have time to leave. Had a great time. Either way, um, amazing, fantastic. If you have not seen Michael Bublé in concert, even if you don't think you care about him, I would recommend going, but I am extremely, extremely biased. So take that with a grain of salt. So that is how my weekend started out. So honestly, what could be better? Uh, Saturday. This was a Saturday where we had double date dinner plans in the evening. So I knew I was going to have the whole day to myself. I slept in for once. It was delightful. I had some coffee. I turned on TV and what should be on TV, but one of my guilty pleasure shows, not on level with The Bachelor, but close, Say Yes to the Dress. I think I have talked about Say Yes to the Dress at length before at a previous bridal episode. Uh, I worked at David's Bridal before, so it hits real close to home. Also have been obsessed with wedding things for as long as I can remember. Uh, so Say Yes to the Dress was on, and lo and behold, they were having a marathon. It was 20, their 20th season, which I did not realize they had this many seasons of it. 20 seasons of Say Yes to the Dress. They were leading up to their season finale of the 20th season that night. So I put that on. May or may not have watched about five hours episodes of Say Yes to the Dress on Saturday. Had my coffee, got a little workout in. I cleaned some of my house just to make myself feel pulled together. And yeah, I, like I said, I'm obsessed with Say Yes to the Dress. I love wedding dresses. Uh, working at David's Bridal and also being very extra and in my mind, very fashion forward. I think about this often. What would my wedding dress look like? Do I want to have two wedding dresses? Probably. Do I want to wear a bridal jumpsuit at some point? Definitely. And then I watch Say Yes to the Dress and I'm just like, I am confused and I know I will be a horrible, horrible bride when the day ever comes. I don't know what I will ever find, end up to wear. I'm very torn between like that classic simple look, but then I think that's too boring for me and that's not my style. But then I feel like everything gets very lacy and floaty and vintagey, and that's definitely not my vibe. So I'm very torn. I know these are problems I don't need to have right now, but I've always thought this was going to be a problem. And watching five hours of Say Yes to the Dress reinforced it. So I will keep you posted, you know, should I ever need a wedding dress, but don't know what I'm going to do. Speaking of weddings, I have a friend, and when I say friend, I use the term very loosely. We're more of acquaintances now. A girl I know from my childhood, she is our horse trainer's daughter, and we have been friends since we were little kids. We would go to horse shows together and hang out and play. She got married over the weekend, and I have been stalking this girl's Instagram, waiting for photos. Um, She is marrying... The mayor, she lives in Minnesota. She's married the mayor's son or the governor? It might be the governor's son. I feel like there was a lot of money involved. And I was like, good for you, girl. Very impressed. They got married in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, I believed. I looked up the resort because someone had tagged in it. Looked beautiful, fantastic mountains in the background. She's a horse girl. Of course, there were horses around, whatnot. 
all of this to say is I have been dying over getting wedding photos and I would just like to have a little PSA moment from me to you brides out there. I understand you're busy. I understand you're not going to be on social media most of the weekend of your wedding, which is fine and great. Please don't be occupied with checking Instagram when you're trying to marry the love of your life. However, I would like someone in charge of posting a photo of your dress because those of us who are not invited to the wedding, who are friends with you, acquaintances, coworkers, creepers of third party who have no idea who you are, but know you're getting married, we really want to see what you're wearing. Kind of like when you get engaged, I need a close above your ring posted with your engagement announcement because I want to be able to snoop. I want a photo of your dress that weekend. Like I said, please don't feel like it has to be you. Let your maid of honor post it. Let anybody in attendance post it. But I want a good photo of your dress. This girl got married. I saw a couple group shots of things and then one individual photo, but then she kind of had a cover up with her like sleeves, I'm assuming for the ceremony. And then I think she removed it and put on this amazing fringe jacket, but I'm just ready for photos (laughs) because like I said, I'm Snoopy and I love weddings and I just need to know. So uh, also we are going to Oklahoma city for a horse show in October And my mom was like, oh, we should get Alyssa a gift and as a wedding present. And I'm like, that's great. And I appreciate the thought. And I think she would appreciate the thought. But I don't know what to get a girl who I probably have not talked to in person in over five years. Um, What do you get someone who is, I'm assuming, marrying into money? No judgment, but maybe. Who... Her job revolves around horses. You haven't talked to in years. You just insta-stalk them kind of regularly. But you were friends. So, like, she'd probably appreciate a card. But what kind of gift do I get someone? Like, I'm not going to get you a standard wedding gift, I don't think. Because that's weird. I just have a lot of thoughts and feelings. And maybe I need anyone listening. Tell me what to get. Do I just get them, like, do we do an Amazon gift card? And just, like, here, buy yourself something nice? Do I frame a photo of the two of us as children, even though she's clearly not going to put this up in her house because we have not been friends like that in so long? Is it bad to just get a card that I know she's going to throw away because she's going to be like, I know who you are, but don't really care about this. Also, don't waste your time sending me a thank you card back. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings. Don't know where to go with it. Like I said, let me know if you have any thoughts on what I should get this girl as a congratulations, happy wedding gift. Besides the fact that I need her to post more pictures of her wedding gown. Anyway, uh, so back to my weekend. So much say yes to the dress. That evening, our friends canceled on us for their double date because they had too much time day drinking, which we've been there. I feel that very much so. Um, We ordered in pizza. We had some wine. We started our rewatch of Succession because... You know, we have to get all caught up once again for that October premiere date. We got this amazing pepperoni pizza, extra cheese. I also found out, I think the day after that was National Pepperoni Pizza Day, or maybe it's the day I'm recording this, but just celebrating a little bit early. I also, did you know that it's National Beer Week this week? Beer Week, Beer Day this week, I think, or next week? Next week sounds right. This week is National Puppy Week. I feel like there's just so many fucking days for everything, and not that I don't appreciate them, Would love to be able to celebrate all of them, but does everything need a day? 
isn't puppy dog day every single day. Pizza day, every day. Beer day, almost every day. There's beer can day. There's beer lover's day. So many things. Isn't there normal pizza day? And this is just specific to pepperoni pizza. I don't know. Things are confusing. Side tangent over about all of the days. I had an amazing pepperoni pizza. I hope you also celebrated pepperoni pizza day, question mark. I hope pizza is the normal player in your life, honestly. Sunday. Uh, I had tickets to a drag brunch, which I was very excited about. I had not gone to a drag brunch before. I had only done a drag show, which the difference is clearly mimosas and food. But I was pumped because the drag brunch I went to was also at a restaurant that I had only eaten dinner at. Very excited to have brunch food there. If you're local, it was at Fresco. And if you have not gone to their brunch, even without a drag show, 10 of 10 would recommend. Great service. Their mimosa flavors, they had a lavender mimosa on the bottomless mimosa menu. So good. The most casual hint of lavender, not overpowering, not overbearing, and the drink was a delightful purple color. Amazing for Instagram purposes. I wore a hot pink shirt with pink puffy sleeves, had to have my lipstick in, did my high pony to hide the fact that my hair is dirty as shit and full of dry shampoo, but I still want to look cute. You know how we do. So I had my hot pink. I had my purple drink. Great. So we had drag brunch. It was the four of us and reserve tables. Girls and gays only, obviously. And we had ourselves a day. Um, the drag show was amazing. Super happy. Very excited about it. They had a lip sync for your life contest in the middle of it where four people got to lip sync to a random song in the hopes that they would win concert tickets, which had I known that concert tickets were up for grabs, you know your girl would have been involved in this. But I was like, I am not going to dance and shimmy around in the hopes that I'm just going to get a shot at the bar. Don't need that. That's not the way I want to live my life. But these other people did amazing. They won the concert tickets. This girl who was climbing on tables a couple of times probably also, if I'm being honest, would not have been, been so bold as to climb on a table. So she probably would have beat me. Let's be realistic. I was not drunk enough to think that I should climb upon a table at 1130 in the morning. Too soon. But we had brunch and then they announced that they are going to do a Halloween drag show, which I am very excited about. Best believe we are definitely going to get tickets to that one as well. I love an excuse also to dress up once again. So that means double costumes. If I'm being honest, I'm probably going to have three costumes. One for work, one for the Halloween party I keep talking about that I'm probably going to throw. And then a different one to wear to drag brunch because why the hell not? Embrace it. Spooky season is upon us. We continued day drinking after drag brunch because it was only 1230. The day was young, we kept saying. We went to a different place. We got more more bottomless mimosas. We took a little tipsy walk across the bridge for some shopping in the furniture, home decor store. Shout out to West Elm. Uh, Also, shout out to my friend Chelsea, who is obsessed with plants. We went in West Elm. Then we went to this like Mexican tequila bar afterwards and we're like, oh, you know, everything's so expensive in West Elm. And she's like, I got something. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, this bitch had snagged a, like a cutting, a clipping. I don't know what you call them. Not a stem, something, a clipping of this plant that she was going to propagate to get her own plant. So she snagged it at some point while we were in West Elm, just off of this plant, (laughs) smuggled it out and is now going to try to grow her own plant. 
Love that for her. Amazing energy. Uh, so we had uh, another stop there for margaritas. Then we went to the Tiki Bar. By this point, Grant was our DD and came to grab us, have a beer with us, do whatnot. And then, you know, got home, had some wings, jumped in the shower, and was chilling in bed by 8. And honestly, ideal weekend. Shout out once again to those hangover pills I talked to at least an episode or two ago. Ease, they're on Amazon. They have been tried and tested by me, two other coworkers. Chelsea has now tested them. James, who was with us, has also now tested them. If you need any more proof, I don't know what to tell you. What, that's six people? If I can do math, five, and we all say this has worked for us? Spend the $18, go get these pills. They will change your life. Amen to that. And that was my weekend. Like I said, it was the best combination of doing stuff and not doing stuff. My house is clean. I feel very accomplished. It just was delightful. So now that I've spent half the episode talking about my weekend, uh, we need to talk about a couple of different things. One is not very positive at all, but my weekend as of last Friday has also been engulfed in this tragic Gabby Petito case. So if you are completely out of the loop on this, Gabby is this blogger, kind of wannabe influencer girl. She and her boyfriend, Brian, they go on a cross-country road trip. They have a van that they've converted into one of, like, those travel vans. You know, like a camper van that you can, like, live in, basically. Uh, They are engaged. They have been together since high school, I think. Or they knew each other in high school, and then they got engaged. And they were going on this cross-country road trip over the summer to go to all these national parks. Cut to, at some point, he comes home. So she lives with him and his parents. They live in Florida. They go on this road trip. They're supposed to be back on whatever X day. He comes home without her. Okay? Red flag number fucking one. He comes home without her. Her parents have not heard from her in, like, a month. After 10 days of him being home from the trip that he left with her, they, her parents who live in New York City or New York file a missing person report. And what does Brian and his family do? They immediately get a lawyer. They say nothing. No comment is being made at all. He came back with her van. It's legally in her name. But this motherfucker won't talk at all. It's all very suspicious. Like, how could you possibly go on a trip with someone for a, like a month? I think they were gone. Come back not say anything, supposedly have no idea where anyone is or what they're doing. Suspicious as shit. Then, of course, everyone is all over Instagram and trying to examine when she posted last. Her mom is saying that she thinks the last text messages she received were not from Gabby because the tone didn't sound the same. The last Instagram she posted, people are saying the caption was different. Um, People are saying... Why is it Brian's family? Clearly they're involved in this. Like her family just wants, wanted to know where she was cut to over the weekend. They found her a body What they're like, I think it's 99% confirmed that it is her. They are going to do a full ob- autopsy, but her body has been found. They tried to seize the van and look through that. Then Brian goes missing. This motherfucker, I think he's on the run. Clearly he knows something. 
like I said, you don't just leave with, on a trip with someone, you come back and you all of a sudden don't know where your fiance is. There's also webcam videos of the police had pulled them over. Uh, rumors of domestic abuse within the relationship. Supposedly she was hitting him and that's why like their car was swerving. So then the cop separated them for the evening. He had her go take the van. He got a hotel room. Then we're deep into conspiracy theories. There is a TikTok, I guess, that dives into this whole thing where Brian is obsessed with this book, Lullaby, and he thinks he's the main character named Oyster. And Oyster believes that he would go as far as killing himself and his girlfriend in the book to make the world a better place. So there's all these similarities and conspiracy theories. And I guess... When this episode comes out Tuesday, the Brian's family attorney should be doing a press conference tomorrow at, I think, 1 p.m. Eastern time. That would check out for where this is located. So, it is just insanity. There was also a double murder at one of the parks, of the national parks that they were at, that they were trying to link this Brian also to this lesbian couple on a vacation killed they think it's not the same thing but the other thing is that thanks to youtubers editing their footage that's how they came across the location with the van how they initially came across gabby's body it is just insanely tragic and insanely twisted that brian is not talking he's on the run they have not found him yet the fbi has come in and searched his parents house i know it is all very developing there are so many theories out there Of course, for a while it was everyone's innocent until proven guilty, but fuck that motherfucker who went on vacation again with a fiance, came back and was dumb and clueless or pretended he didn't know a goddamn thing. So, justice for Gabby, insanity that the parents are helping out. I cannot imagine. I mean, honestly, my parents would be like, "Mm, not that I ever would ever kill anyone, clearly. Don't know why I had to clarify that. But... My parents would be like, no, you dumbass bitch. You're an adult. Uh, Brian's like 21 or 22. Figure it out yourself. We're not going to protect you from anything. There's just so much stuff. Go look up the Gabby Pepito case. Just crazy. The kind of social media attention this is grabbing as well. Ugh, really hoping that we find Brian, that we get some answers. They also, I think Monday, they said they found a body in a Walmart dumpster, body parts, but it's not Brian's body, but he was just presumably in the area. Like I said, lots of twists and turns and justice for Gabby. It is insane. I would very much recommend, I mean, if you want to go down a wormhole, there's a Facebook group where there's all these theories. They're posting links to things that are happening news coverage wise. If you haven't heard about this case, take a look. It is a wild, wild ride. Okay, now we can stop talking about slight tragedy and move on to some lighter things. Uh, I love a good food tweet thing. Cancel one. One has to go eat something. Whatever. We've done this before. We'll do it again. Uh, I was sent this over the weekend. Carrie, shout out to you. And it is a photo and it says you have to eat one or you die if you walk away. Which will it be? So we have a cheeseburger in between two chocolate chip cookies, a pile of four bananas covered in bologna with melted 
cheese on top, a New England clam chowder frozen popsicle. So they took the soup, they put it in a popsicle container to freeze it, and then you got to lick that, I guess. And then the weirdest bunt cake, cake is a loose term thing that I've ever seen. It looks like kiwi and olives and canned peas and canned carrots in a bunt cake, like a gelatin mold. It looks like chunks of maybe ham. I'm assuming it's like a cheese spread in the middle. But uh, KFC Barstool initially tweeted his response and says, the banana bologna covered in cheese would honestly end my life. The olive kiwi carrot bunt thing is a vile combination and the clam chowder ice pop would have my brain wires crossed. The cookie burger is like not that bad, borderline intriguing. So which one are you eating? If you, you die, if you don't eat one. The one that makes me the most uncomfortable is the kiwi, peas, olives, whatever, because kiwi should not go with any of those things. So I think I cannot do that one. The clam chowder soup one, it just makes me uncomfortable. I think this would potentially be my third choice if I was forced to. I think I saw somebody say in the comments, well, the burger cookie one, you could just not eat them all in bites, like just separate it out, eat the cheeseburger by itself and have a cookie for dessert. That's your obvious solution. So I think that's my number one. And then if they were like, no, you have to eat it all together. I think the banana cheese bologna would not be the worst thing. I like bologna. I like cheese. Those to go together, obviously. The banana would be just a weird, sweet texture. But I think that'd be my second choice. And or if you're forced to eat it all in one bite, I would pick the banana one. So, I don't know. The internet is weird. None of these would obviously ever happen. But I will definitely post it. You will let me know which one you would eat or before you die. Very weird all around. The other Twitter thing I want to talk about real quick this episode is somebody posted this screen grab of a TikTok and it says, when he says he's never met anyone like you, but you're a brunette athleisure, Trader Joe's oat latte, bachelor in paradise, New York Times crossword, recovered ED, olives and white wine girl. And they posted it attacked. I see myself in this. And I feel like this is definitely clearly a strong stereotype, but when I saw it, I have to say I was weirdly proud of myself that I don't fit in about 90% of the categories here. (laughs) Obviously, I'm a redhead. Uh, Athleisure is fine. It's just not my vibe. I'm a jeans, dressy, overdressed girl if you haven't picked up on that by now. I was talking about this earlier today. Uh, Trader Joe's, I think I've been three times maybe in my entire life, which is horrifying. And I'm probably a bad millennial for saying that out loud, but I just don't go there that often. Uh, they have exciting things. I have friends at work obsessed with it who are going a couple times a week. I should be this person, but I just go to my local Hy-Vee, which is our grocery store that's directly across the street from work. And then I don't have to put in any effort in at all. And I just hear about the treats from other people. So maybe my wallet does not need Trader Joe's often. Uh, oat latte, fine. I mean, I would drink it, but that's not my go-to. Bachelor in Paradise, yes, definitely. I'm not an idiot. Uh, New York Times crossword, not that girl either. I do like a crossword, but I 
don't do anything consistently like that. For the longest time, I was a Sudoku girl, had books, would take them on to do as stuff on planes, would do them for fun, Sudoku all day. Uh, recovered ED, I'm like, I don't know what that means. So maybe that also means I'm not cool. Oh, ED, eating disorder. Does that make sense? We're talking this out loud as we go. Um, unfortunately, and I don't mean that to offend anyone, would love to have had an eating disorder, but I like food too much, okay? So I'm sorry. It's kind of like that Devil Wars Prada. One stomach flew away from my goal weight and I just want to eat a cube of cheese. I cannot. I'm a chubby girl at heart. I always have been. Food or nothing. Olives, they're fine. They're not a personality trait, I don't think. Also, I like white wine, but I'm definitely a red wine bitch. So all of that to say, this made me laugh that it definitely describes so many people and is such a millennial trope in general. But your girl is not a trope. Thank you. I think I'm still a basic bitch. Don't worry, but I'm just not this basic bitch. Okay, finally, it is time for our unsolicited recommendation of the week. I have to. Uh, I was getting ready and doing some meal prepping, and the parent trap was on. And I am, of course, talking about the Lindsay Lohan, what is that, 1996 version. Um, when I was younger, I wanted to be Lindsay Lohan. We both have red hair. We are both about the same age. I also, from the parent trap, really wanted to learn how to fence. One year, my best friend Adrian got me fencing lessons for my birthday, and I was like, this is what my life is going to be. Lindsay Lohan could never. Parent trap, eat your heart out. So if you have not seen that movie in a hot minute, would recommend. Also, this ties together, and I didn't even realize it until this moment. At the drag brunch the other day, one of the queens had a remix that had popular from Wicked with some clips from movies, um, including Jawbreaker. Ooh, which also might be on this list for you to watch. And then a clip from Parent Trap talking about like the differences when she's like, my ears are, your ears are here. And this is how I look compared to you. I can't remember in this moment how the whole quote goes, but all the Parent Trip assign, Parent Trap assigns over the weekend. Go watch that if you haven't. I think it is streaming somewhere. And if not, what a travesty. Shame on America. But uh, the other movie I want to recommend, and recommend is always a loose term when I recommend a Lifetime movie, but there was a brand new one that was on TV over the weekend, and it was called Driven to Kill. It is about this girl takes race car driving lessons. I think she like looked up her, to her dad, and that was what he did. I didn't catch the beginning of it. And then her driving instructor goes insane, comes after her, tries to kill her boyfriend, tries to kill her in the end all of this shenanigans. It was one of those that I yelled, what? And like outbursts at the TV several times in what maybe half the movie that I saw. And if that doesn't tell you what a Lifetime movie is like, nothing will. You don't even need to see the first hour, half hour. You can still pick up on the story very easily. If you want some lighthearted ridiculousness, definitely go check out uh, Driven to Kill. It's a Lifetime movie. Like I said, you'll probably have to Google it to see where you can watch it, or there's a Lifetime movie app, which I don't know why I don't have, but, uh, yeah, two different things, Parent Trap, Race Car Killing Movies, love it, everything you could want, both ends of the spectrum, you're welcome. 
that is going to do it this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Once again, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell two friends. More importantly, tell me what the hell I should get for a wedding gift for the girl that I haven't seen or talked to in years. And tell me what food you're going to eat, otherwise you die. I know there's going to be some strong opinions out there because there always are. Um, go look up the Gabby Pepito case. Hopefully there's more answers there. I hope you're having a great week. I hope you're celebrating all the days, the beer, the pizza, your dogs, anything you can think of. I will see you guys next Tuesday.